Hello, Podicumans, and welcome to the Podicesis Podcast, a podcast about what Christians believe and why it matters. I'm Brett Maddox, and once again, we are joined by your favorite friends from the state of Georgia, Alan Kaysen and Jim Morrow. How are you guys doing? I am doing fan freaking tastic. How are you? Whoa, whoa! whoa. The, pod, yeah. the podcast is about to be a TV fourteen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm great. Here's the situation: baseball is back. Boom! Now here is my hot controversial take. I expect hate mail to go to Brett Maddox. Yes. Football is what you watch when baseball's not on. Mm. Wow. Mm. I know. Baseball's so, what I got to put up with when football Alan, is not. I want to talk to you mm. real quick, Alan. Brett, hang hey, tight. I got to talk to Alan for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Okay? Calm him down. Alan, I want you to hate me. It's okay. But I also want to remind you of this. Mandalorian Season 3 has <sighs> dropped, and Brett yes. has still not watched any of it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. This is not the way. The, um, okay. This, this is... So, just know that if I have just upset you, Brett has upset you more in the past. Yes, this, this is true. He's he's lower down on the totem pole than you are. So, so I, I, I will just say this: I, I completely agree with Jim. Baseball is my favorite sport, and so I, I love. Uh, yeah, I love this season that we are in, and we're getting ready. Hey, here's my hot take: I like the pitch clock. I'm just saying it right here. Oh. That's my I hot take. I, we'll find out. We'll, we'll touch base now, on this. I'm in favor of that episodes. because what I don't like about baseball is it takes so freaking long. I mean, um, NC, I'm a purist in baseball. Like, I think we still need to have a uh, – uh, I, I think the designated hitter rule – I mean, uh, 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 hitter rule in, in the American League and now in the National League. I, I just I – don't, I don't like it. I'm a purist. But pitch clock, man, this is going to be fun. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We're going to get into this episode. Uh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a prediction here. Uh, if y'all don't like baseball, this will take two seconds. One, pitchers are going to pitch fewer pitches per game. You're going to yeah. trade them faster. You're going to see a increase in pitcher injuries. You think so? Yep. Well, anyway, okay. We'll see. <laughs> so, Potakumans, we'll you just tuned into ESPN, the uh, Catechesis yeah. edition. Yeah, um, they're yeah, like, where'd the nerds go? Where do they yeah, go? No. Like, where where do they go? That's ESPN forty two on Directv, yeah. by the way. We did mix um, in some Mandalorian, so I guess. Hey, and Potacumans, yeah, here's the deal: on opening day, wherever you are, whatever your team is, go to YouTube and watch. Uh, um, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, James Earl Jones's monologue from uh, uh, Field of Dreams, where he talks about the one constant in America has been baseball. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. The one yeah. constant through All right, Let's yeah. uh, get moving before we lose everybody. Speaking of uh, pitch clock, it, we're, uh, we're, we, <laughs> we, we just got a strike called on us. Yes, we uh, did. So I know. Yeah. All right. We're, so we're continuing. We're yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, well, we're going to do what you're doing. Oh, welcome, to, welcome to the Podacusis <laughs> podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're continuing this section now. We're talking about the creation at this point, about um, really to talk about what God is doing in salvation, it's really important to talk about what creation has been from the beginning, what yeah. God's desire for creation. And and I have always found that if you start with Genesis 1, meaning if you start with the idea that God created 
and it created for a reason in a specific way, then you have a, a different view of the people around you mm. and what it means to offer Christ to them. Um, but it also means um, that we have a deeper sense of our fallenness mm. because we fell from something. Also, if you start with Genesis 3, which is everybody's just a sinner and you forget that we were created in God's image first, then you might lose the ability to see the, the dignity and hope in all people and maybe even lose the drive to share Christ with them. Mm. Now, anyway, that's, a, that's, my, so we're, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, that's exactly right, and I think that's a good word in the in the sense. I mean, I was talking about this last night in church um, that uh, um, we were talking about the consequences of sin, and a lot of times we think about the consequences of sin in the terms of you know maybe I don't know you'll get sick or you'll whatever and and maybe even die. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, uh, Paul will say you know for all of sin has fallen short of God's glory. Uh, for the wages of sin is death. Um, you know, we we believe that if you die apart from the Lord, you die apart from the Lord for eternity. Like that's a, an eternal consequence to our brokenness and to our sin. And so, um, because of that, that should give us ambition. It should give us drive. Uh, Paul talks about having ambition to share the gospel, um, and that should that should be our driving focus. That everything we do is for is to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ for um we have a local church here in Dublin who their motto and I love it is it's for one more for one more mm. and that's that's true um uh, that's my for, motto for, at Krispy Kreme too <laughs> for one <laughs> oh my gosh uh, that's, well uh, there you go <laughs> the hot time oh my gosh <laughs> so anyway let's just <laughs> Such a holy uh, moment. Okay. All right. So we've got three paragraphs. They all kind of go together. And what's interesting about these three paragraphs as we move forward here is um, humans as the object of God's love and how that gets played out through the our ability as created beings to observe and to and to learn and how that knowledge, how how acquiring knowledge becomes uh, an example of or uh, a manifestation of being objects of God's love. So this is an interesting, interesting piece here. It looks like to be kind of a differentiate us from the rest of creation. Um, and so uh, Alan, take it away. He's going to, you're going to read all three paragraphs for yeah, this time, 64, right? 65, and 66. Oh, what, what are we reading from, in, Alan? In the Faith Once Delivered, a uh, document put out by the John Wesley Institute, Ryan Danker. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we've been going through that. And so we have been on creation for um, the last two episodes and now three. And so we're in, uh, as we it was already said, humanity as an object of God's love. So 64 begins this way, humanity as a whole and every individual within it has come into being as an as an object of God's love. Humans are subjects of love in the sense that they are created as recipients of holy love and made to be capable of loving with that same love. Indeed, the final purpose of human existence is only fulfilled in holy love, continuously growing in this life and in the one to come. And then 65, for this, humans were endowed in creation with the ability to observe and learn. We learn from the physical world, directly from God, from others from past teaching and experience, 
And we use this capacity to reason, prioritize, and process information. Ideally, uh, ideally, this gaining of information is transformed um, into understanding and wisdom expressed in holy actions and holy character, thus allowing the full expression of love. And then 66, the purpose of knowing is to suitably love. Love can be defined as the motivating affectionate desire for another that seeks the fulfillment of that, that other's final purpose. In motivating, it is motivating because it leads to willful action. This love is affectionate because it generates relationship and is expressed in desire for the company and well-being of the other. It seeks the final purpose because true affection is relational and oriented toward the ongoing good of those we truly love. Mm. So interesting. So first of all, humanity is the object of God's love. And then we were created to love with the same love that we were, that we are the, ob- like there, there's we God's love we were made, made in. And then that this holy love manifest itself i don't even know if that's really the right word here in this ability that we have to gain knowledge to uh to to learn to observe um and i would imagine and it doesn't necessarily say it here but properly so because we haven't really gotten into the fall yet and so so there's a sense that this is a proper or a right or or created intent way of knowing um, of knowledge of maybe even free will here. So, um, uh, so some really, I mean, it, it, it starts, it's, this is pretty deep. These three paragraphs yep. are, are, are pretty deep. It cool. deals with stuff of, um, uh, what is the philosophical, I'm a philosophy guy, a major, uh, what's the, um, not metaphysics, but, uh, uh, not the theory of knowledge, um, epistemology. Um, you're getting into, it, it was epistemology. That's what it was. Yeah. Epistemology. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, Jim. I, I appreciate that. Um, so I mean, the, this, these three paragraphs really kind of hone into this this idea of how do we know, what do we know, why do we know things, why do we observe, why are we creative, why are we, uh, why are we kind of innately a, a curious species? So um, yeah, and, and what it does is it places. Um, it's very much there's a word that I would love for everybody to know, and it's the word telos or yeah. teleological. Yeah. Like like you would think of telescope almost, because you can see towards the end. So that that means like an ultimate purpose or aim. Yeah. The yeah. The, the thing for which something was made. What is yeah. its purpose? A chair is made for sitting, not for throwing my dirty clothes on. Right. Uh, better yet, a treadmill is made for exercise, not Something throwing my body clothes on. Right, right. Um, and what the the we're talking about here is that the mm-hmm. aim of human humanity's creation was to receive and to exhibit God's love through them through ourselves, and so that's why, for example, we are knowing beings. Is the the purpose of our ability to know learn and observe and of assimilating knowledge is that we would love that it would become enfleshed in us and through us so now that's what it's about um that's what the main purpose here is is to love right as god loves right i'm gonna um, i'm gonna throw down some scripture real quick is that all right let's go oh, gentlemen let's go. 
Let's so, go. This is the so, way. This is the so, way. Um, when I was thinking about this uh, and prepping, uh, I was thinking about knowledge and love. And uh, there's a passage that, from 1 Corinthians 13 came to mind. Um, and um, Paul says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. And then we go into the whole love is kind, love is patient. But um, mm -hmm. I've been just thinking about this whole idea of we we're created out of God's holy love basically to exhibit holy love. Mm -hmm. And the whole reason that we gain knowledge and understanding and wisdom is so that we can better love, you know, and then Paul's dealing with the church in Corinth and uh, disputes and I'm better than you because I have these spiritual gifts and whatnot. Right. And he's like, you know, you can have all that. You can gain knowledge. Right. But if you don't love, you're nothing. I'm nothing. Um, it's just, or, I don't know. It was just a, that was just that passage just came to my mind. Um, as I was thinking about this. Um, um yeah. I, the, and that's just, that's beautiful. Like how Paul puts that is yeah. incredibly beautiful. Um, Jim, as you were talking about, you know, what is the, what was the end in which we were made or the, the teleos? I was thinking of a quote from C.S. Lewis, um, in his book, um, the um, preface to Paradise Lost. So this is not even really one of his Christian books. This is one of more of his academic books from his actual discipline um, of being a liter literature uh, English literature professor. Um, but he says this, um, and I think it's appropriate. He says that the first qualification for judging any piece of workmanship, from a corkscrew to a cathedral, is to know what it is what it was intended to do, and how it was meant to be used. Um, and so, like, we, you were using those kind of silly examples, right, of the chair or the, the, the treadmill, right? So when you look at a tread, let's just take a treadmill. When you look at a treadmill, and you've never seen one, right? Uh, if you're trying to, to judge, you know, what, what is this thing? It's a work of art. It's a work, you know, what is it? Is it a statue? Is it this? Is it that? The question to ask, according to Lewis, is ask the question, what was it created for? What was it made to accomplish? What was its intended purpose? Um, and I think that's important for us as humans, right? Like, to ask the question, you know, what is, what is our purpose? What, we, what were we created to do? Um, what was the intention behind and I think we get into these, you know, we talked about this a little bit um, in an early, early episode of the, of the podcast um, that y'all can go back and listen to, where we talked about the chief end of humanity, uh, to glorify God, to enjoy Him forever. But we get that fleshed out here even more. Of we, there, we were created in holy love, and that holy love is to then be, we're, we're to live in that, and to carry that forward. So... Yeah, I mean, how do we glorify God? We glorify God by loving Him and loving others, right? Uh, which goes into Jesus' greatest commandments, right? So, and right, um, I always have issue with preachers uh, who will say, you know, you were created for a purpose, 
But then they don't talk about what the purpose was. They just say you were created for purpose. So people leave the church and uh, you know walk out and go to go to go to you know lunch and they're sitting around talking about how good the sermon was, but with no specific of what does it mean to be created with purpose. <laughs> Who's hey, purpose? Then you, then you got to go figure it out. Like then you got to go figure it out. Where here we're seeing that pur- there is purpose to our creation and what that creation what that purpose looks like. So hey guys, can I ask a question? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> No, go ahead. <laughs> um, what is holy love? Yeah, that, that's that's a question. That's a good uh, question. That's, yeah. I mean, it's not just love, right? It's holy love. Um, it's the way I feel towards people. Right. Well, <laughs> it's how like I treat be, people kindly. Like best, be, best friends, right? Best oh. friends. Yeah. Be at BFFs with everybody who's watched The Mandalorian. <laughs> um, I have no clue what he's yeah. meaning. Love it, love in the English language in a lot of places. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's one of those words that is like a, it's like a jar. It it becomes whatever you fill it with. Oh yeah. And so in, in the in our language, the concept of holy love allows us to further define and specify what specific what specific love this is. Um, God has God is holy love because God is love. Now we we can take that backwards, where if we say God is love, then I start with what I understand love to be, and then make God that, right? As if it's an equation. But right. really, really, what it is is I have to start with who God is, right, and then discover what love is. Right. And you you take in all of the attributes of God that we've talked about through all of our um, all of our time. You take in um, the goodness of God, the righteousness of God, the beauty of God, the all-knowing of God, the fact that uh, God sustains all creation, created and redeemed it, um, that God is self-sacrificing, that God even has boundaries. Um, Right there in the very opening books of Genesis, God creates a boundary with the tree. Um, And that even in love, God uh would god would allow us to suffer consequences of actions but then allow us to come back so holy love is a is a way of trying to encompass the proper working of that mathematical equation god equals love starting with god to then define love instead of love to then define god Dang. This is that's, okay. that's my test. That's strong. That's, that's strong. That's strong, guys. Okay. I mean, I, I think and that happened huge. by accident. I think you did that by accident. But <laughs> no, everything I, think, I say happens by accident. I mean, but it was that's good. Strong. So, right? and it makes perfect sense. If God is love, then love is defined by who God is, right? Like that is. Uh, that's oh, man. That is. Well, and really, you know, in, in in scripture, you know, uh, yeah, you know, we talk about agape love, right? This is right. this is this unconditional yeah. love. That's in terms of how God loves us, this unconditional. And we, we simply cannot understand that because we, it, we, we have conditions on everything. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's, through, it's through Christ, it's through the Holy Spirit that we begin to learn, gain knowledge and understanding and wisdom of what, what uh, we get glimpses of what this unconditional love is um, so that then we, we can then exhibit that to other people. Um, um, but yeah, that's really instead of yeah, because well, that, that's what we do. We we take our version of love, which is often jacked up, yes. um, yeah, 
because of things that have happened to it's us just, and and, and fears, life yeah. experiences and just in general um and then we just try to define god instead of saying okay here's what god is he, this is what god is right. so this is what love is that's just there's awesome. another reason why it's hard for us to start with the love equation it's not only i mean it is because of painful experiences and whatever and past right. and all of that it's also because we only know a shadow of what love is we're because you know when i experience the love of my parents then you, you take even at even at our best moments right i'm only experiencing a glimpse it's giving me an, some insight into the fullness of love right when when my wife is long suffering with me praise god um i'm experiencing a great deal of love maybe in feeling but definitely in action but it's still only a glimpse into the fullness of love and so that's one of the dangers of importing our idea of love it's not simply the negative part where you make it whatever you want which does happen but also hey let's just be humble enough to recognize i only have a glimpse of what love really is and god is always going to be bigger than that yeah um I'm also thinking about, um, and that ties in. This ties into what both of y'all been saying in the Old Testament. So agape comes out of the New Testament with the Greek language. Mm -hmm. um, out of the Old Testament, though, it's uh, this kind of love here um, would be. I think it's Hesed love, right? This no, no, Hesed, Hesed, Hesed. <laughs> but uh, it's covenantal, right? It's this the love of the covenant. Um, and so what's interesting about that, if you know, if I'm interpreting this right, is that um there are conditions. Now, God loves us, but his love is, you know, he he gives his love to all people through his grace, through his mercy. Uh, we don't deserve it. And he just pours it out. Here it is. Here's here's my love for God so loved the world. But then he calls his people, those who would follow him, who would worship him, to a covenant. And a covenant, by its very nature, has conditions to it. And so, um, which also have consequences for the wages of sin is death. And so, um, that's that's interesting. Um, but I think. Um, Whenever I think, when I hear about love here, and um, and Jim, what you said so beautifully about looking at God to define what love is, and not using love to define God, um, that that's exactly what's happening in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, um, and how God relates to humanity, and then also to His followers specifically. Yeah, I would I would summarize it a little like this you can never be outside of god's love but you can be outside of relationship with god that's a great way of putting it that's yeah. a great way of, yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's right that's right um good deal so interestingly then the tfod will move into this direction of you know talking about we were created how does it say humanity as a whole um as we we came into being as an object of God's love but then he moves mm. right, then they move right into this idea of knowledge of um this ability to observe and to learn and when we read Genesis 2 particularly um you see this and you know uh Jim you talked about boundaries God put boundaries 
with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But um, how does observing and learning, how's that an expression of being objects of God's love? Um, what, what, and then and even in the third paragraph where knowledge's purpose is to suitably love, like there's a purpose behind knowledge. And uh, are not so. It's an interesting turn to me in this. I don't know. I just, I, for me, it reminds me that knowledge, the pursuit of knowledge, is not for knowledge's sake, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, I know some very smart people mm-hmm. who are not very loving, mm. um, and you know what I mean. Like, so I think um, knowledge is great, but um, how is that knowledge informing the way you love? Mm-hmm. Um, how, how is it? Oh, that's, how is it, that's a good question. How is it making you love more, better, deeper? Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I was just, I don't know. Yeah. The I no- mean, you get down to yeah. not, this is one thing too. Like I, one of the things I like this is, is it kind of pulls away the, the dichotomy or the separation between right, head right. and heart and love yeah. and knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, um, yeah. You can, we've experienced this personally, and I think a lot of our listeners have too, by spending time seeking knowledge through scripture and study, we are falling more in love with God. Yeah. Um, you think about, and maybe this is an apocryphal quote, but do you, didn't Einstein talk about how his, his study drew him closer to God? Uh, that sounds great. I, I've, I've heard. Yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. Gonna, I don't know. We're just going to call it that. Um, but you can you can even you can even study mathematics, and that knowledge can fill you with love because you're studying that which God has made. Um, I was just and thinking that's about a beautiful like, thing. I was just thinking about like you know like the stars in the sky, like um, and knowing that like was it Venus and Jupiter that are um oh yeah. last night right? like yeah. well they're shining. I, say so, last night. And, I don't know when this episode is coming out. Well, just like this past week, just whatever. Um, you know they they were they were really close to the moon. The moon was you know in in line with oh it. And gosh, just that gaining the knowledge that hey, those are planets out there, not stars, and how beautiful. I I don't know. It's like. God, you're awesome. And so you fall more in love with God. And then that, that, that deeper love with God manifests itself in love for others. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. it's hard to, hard, hard just, I guess, put in words, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Your, our knowledge should, 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 should change the way we love people. Um, right. So knowledge, knowledge can be, uh, it's a fine line between knowledge being, um, as you said, uh, Alan, um, loving people, loving God, relationship with God, relationship with others, and um, idolatry or um, for, for knowledge's sake. And mm-hmm. so one of the things that I always think about when I, when it come, when I think through this kind of stuff is, um, you know, after World War I, uh, you know, World War I was called the war to end all wars. Um, because it was so bad, it was so ugly. It was, I mean, uh, some some statistics say that um, a quarter of all British men died in World War One. Um, and so um, it was this. There were a lot of reasons why it was as bloody as it was, and and the. Uh, but what came out of World War in 1917, when you had the, um, the uh, Armistice Day take place. 
what came out of that was this thought of we we as humanity we're at a place now it's almost like a tower of babel moment where we're at a place now where we have the knowledge to not get into war anymore this is the war to end all wars we're we're not we can think our way out of this we can we can study our way out of it we can research our way out of it we 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 are at the pinnacle and we can deal with this. And then in 1933, Hitler rises. You have the uh, you had the the World War One, I, I mean, two kicking off. And by 1941, the United States is in t- in the war. So, yeah. not that much time, honestly. What is that? 17 to 33 is 12 years or something like that. 13 years. So, I mean, um, so it shows that. Uh, that this we can try to think and reason our way out of it, but ultimately our thinking and our reasoning is fallible because we're fallible. And if that's all we we see knowledge as, then it's going to fall all the time. I like this uh, sixty five. The ideally, this gaining of information is transformed into understanding and wisdom. Mm. So mm. you have facts and knowledge. It turns into understanding and wisdom mm. Mm. that is expressed in holy actions and holy character, mm. thus allowing the full expression of love. Mm. So yes. it's not just for oh, I got I'm a I'm a I'm a walking Google machine, um, mm-hmm. but that I've taken what I have learned and understood, and now I'm, I'm turning into understanding. I've, I've it's become wisdom. And therefore is expressed in how I live holy, a holy life that is expressed through love of God and love of others. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's I want to yeah. I want to grab a hold of. So we're talking about the at creation. We were mentioning that this is the Genesis one mm-hmm. pre-fall. This is the intent. Um because we are objects of God's love, a loving thing that God has done for us has given us the ability to reason and observe and have knowledge. So it's it's such that um, that's a part of what it means to be loved. And if you're looking at it in the world as it, as it stood in its creative perfection, then it would be the delight and the joy of God to watch us observe and love and take in all that created order and to be able to bring that in, digest it as you will, into holy love in our own life so that's a that's a pretty beautiful um Mm -hmm. that's a pretty beautiful thing yeah Mm -hmm. i love what the tfot says kind of in the middle of paragraph 66 talking about um love defined it says love can be defined as motivating affectionate desire for another that seeks the fulfillment of another's final purpose and then it says this it is motivating because it leads to willful action it leads to willful. So you you open up a whole can of worms there about willful action, free will, all that kind of stuff. But I, I want to set that aside. <laughs> we'll get to it soon. Soon, yes. Um, th- there's a sense that gaining knowledge, gaining wisdom, whatever it is, this observe and learn as a uh, as a consequence or as a as a manifestation of of God's holy love towards us, it motivates us to go. It motivates us to act um, out of love, and so I just love that line. It's motivating. It's motivating us to action. Um, it's good stuff there. Good stuff. Willful action. All right. So um, 
Y'all ever feel like sometimes uh, that we just scratch the surface of a thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I probably that's probably been true for the the number of episodes we've done since most uh, of our episodes, most of our yeah episodes. And this Let's is exactly this that that's exactly what this is. Um, you you know I can't if you want to know more about what God's love is. I mean, there's all kinds of books out there, but let let's just do this today. Read scripture. Oh, how about that? Read scripture. Look at the reveal revealed word of God as God so loved the world. Like see God working to bring people back into their created intent, mm. um, and how He lovingly, gracefully, graciously, mercifully does that um looks like pastor allen has a word for yeah, us yeah no open i was gonna right fin- i was to... gonna finish i was gonna finish the first it. corinthians passage let's just um, go with it, it. this and, uh, will be a good word for us yeah, to little, end with today benediction um yeah love is patient love is kind this is the new living translation love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude it mm-hmm. does not demand its own way it is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong it does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Boom. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Wow. Wow. Wow and wow. Amen. Okay. This is the way. This is <laughs> You keep saying that. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, guys, um, uh, we just read Scripture, get into it, uh, fall in love with Jesus, let, and, and, and let his love wash over you, and it real, will really just transform you into the person you were created to be. Uh, We are so grateful to have y'all with us on this episode, and we look forward to the next time uh, that we can come to you. We hope y'all have a great day, and God bless. (laughs) 